Okay, it's episode 20... What? 24. Okay, good luck. (laughs) Good luck, everyone. We're all counting on you. Let's do this. Well, in fairness, this is the one week we can't fuck it up, probably. Mm. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Two Star Podcast. I am your alleged host, Daniel, and these are... Say your names. Say your names. Graham. Adam. Hooray! Graham and Adam. Um, and this is episode number? This is episode number 24. God, well we fucked it up already. Never what's, mind. What's this wee nonsense? Hey, you forgot to say your names at the mo- right moment. We didn't um, get it. We just didn't... We don't respond to your commands. That that makes sense. Um, so, this week has been ridiculously exciting. Over the moon, over the top wonderful. Um and I'm sure you can all guess what we're going to talk about, because even though the podcast will come out a little later, I can't think of any other item going in the news that will, will overtake this. This is obviously uh, about the, uh, the the revelations of Volkswagen cheating at the US emissions tests. And the Rugby yes, World Cup. That too. Which surprised me. Uh, no, fuck it. We're going to talk about David Cameron, because he fucked a pig. He fucked a pig. Well, let's not get into needless tabloid hyperbole here. All he allegedly did was put his penis in the mouth of a pig. He stuck his knob right down a pig's gullet up to the nuts and said, Look at me, I'm fucking a pig. So there's no evidence that he thrusted. He pumped away until he dumped his goo all down that pig's gullet and then he probably ate it and said, What a lovely dining experience. Well, the, the, legal, the legal team have advised me that we probably should add allegedly to the end of all of these things. No, if uh, the if the if the Conservative Party legal team is going after anyone, it's Lord Ashcroft. I think we're <laughs> we're small fry. <laughs> so I I think we're pretty safe to say that he right this second he is up to his nuts in a hog. Well, statistically, it's quite likely. It stands so, to reason. Mm, so there's just so many wonderful things about this story that we need to talk about. You know, the, the way it cascaded on Twitter, the way the revelations came out, why the revelations came out. But you see, my favourite part of it, as someone pointed out to me, is that when the story broke, there was lots of reaction. Oh, God, that's disgusting. What a terrible person. How can we? How can he be Prime Minister? No one, not Man Jack, ever says, nah, he wouldn't have done. Oh, no, Everyone heard the story and immediately, absolutely thought, yep, Cameron's fucked a pig. Most people well, just thought, this is the best day of my life. Yeah, it's exactly the kind of thing that you just expect that, you know, people like that do. Like, you, you just assume that, you know, in the background, you know, when no one's looking, they have, like, you know, weird sex parties and, like, stick their knobs in pigs and all these kind of things. Because it's just, like, there's this kind of expected undercurrent that the upper class just live these weird kind of debauched and twisted lives that mm. none of us can really associate with. So nobody ever questioned it because, you know, the automatic assumption was, of course he did. Well, yeah, that seems perfectly logical. He looks like the kind. I think the most upsetting thing is um, that the pig is clearly a metaphor for the poor and disabled. Yeah, it's a pretty good metaphor, in fact, given that they then ate it. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. Interestingly, not illegal because it was neither bestiality nor necrophilia because bestiality only applies if it's alive and necrophilia only applies to humans, Mm. at least under UK law. It's a loophole. It is. Mm. So, good news, pig fuckers, you just need to kill them first. Or get consent. So, um, I was going to write um, a play based on this, but I didn't. 
Um, Graham, is this play just going to be you doing an impression of David Cameron fucking a pig? Because no one, but no one, wants to hear that. Well, I know for a fact that they do. Uh, so <laughs> oh, what I was dear. thinking is, because there is no play, and we are recognised as the leading uh, improv comedy group in uh, in the world of the world, maybe we could just uh, maybe do a bit of improv here and um, see what happens. I'm not fucking okay. a pig. Well... Yeah, you are. So no, I've, I've told you before, like my art has limits. No, it because doesn't. The pig is dead, so we can kind of assume that it's it's a silent part, unless, please God, tell me you haven't got props for making disgusting fucking noises. No, they'll just he's got a pig. So Daniel, I nominate you to be David Cameron. Why? And shush. And Adam, <laughs> I nominate you to be um, a conservative press officer. Uh, who is informing David Cameron of the news that broke overnight between Sunday and Monday, and then I will uh, I will interject. Well, I've got a better option, Graham. I'll give you two choices. Yeah. You can either be Samantha Cameron, being told that her husband has fucked a pig, and with the an alleged, and I do have to put allegedly in front of this rumour, that she'd also cheated with one of her police officers beforehand, um, or afterwards, or what have you, or you can be, be Boris Johnson. Uh, I hadn't thought of being Boris Johnson. That's a great idea. I, yeah. uh, okay, I'm going to be Boris Johnson, and well, we'll just see how it goes. Uh, okay. So the scene is you are, you're in the Oval Office or whatever they call it. Um, you, I believe it's called the, the drawing room. You, okay, good. You're in the drawing room, eating a bacon sandwich, <laughs> thinking about what might have been if only you'd got to that pig before the chef did. Uh, and there's a knock at the door. Hello, uh, <clears throat> Prime Minister. Um, Hello. I've got I've got some bad news. I, I think you might want to sit down. Um, Why? Has, has someone died? Is, is something wrong? Has there been a terrorist incident? Uh, no, no, my friend is a little, it's a little worse than that. Um, you you remember Lord Ashcroft, uh, sir? The uh, yes, the gentleman who Not donated fellow. quite a large amount of money to the party and yes, who you say, then the kind voice. of snubbed. Um, well, he has uh, written a book that's been serialised yes. in the newspapers, and there are some revelations in it that concern you personally. Oh, I see. What's, uh, what's old Ashy, uh, what's, he, what's he made up? Um, well, th there's a story uh, about a, a, a societal initiation uh, that you participated in, um, with, uh, well, it, it involved uh, uh, an animal, uh, a, a pig, sir. Well, of and course, we, we ate roast pork uh, many a day. Yeah, this, this this particular incident may have involved you interacting with the pig in a a sexual context. In that twat Ashcroft. No, shit, no, of course I did. What did you say? I didn't do it. Johnson, what's up? Is that game with Cameron? I'm Boris Von Johnson, whiff waff. <laughs> I understand you've been uh, up to your nuts in pig guts again. Can it, Johnson? We all know about you and that chicken. This is uh, serious. Bloody Ashcroft. Making a fool out of me. Making a fool out of the nation. Well, I think as long as you come out and issue a swift denial, uh, it will probably go very well for you. Yes. Yes, you may be a bit of a clown, Johnson, but I, I like the way you think. You, press officer, get the denial out there. Something... 
something sounding high-handed and dismissive. Uh, yes, so that that's pretty much what we do every time. Yes, what is it? Uh, hello, this is Louise Mensch. I've been on Twitter last night defending you. It's okay, I think I've got everything fine. Top, top girl, top girl. What I did was I said you definitely didn't do it, but if you did, it doesn't matter and everyone does it. Louise, L- Louise, can I ask you a question that I never thought I would ask another human being? Uh, yes. Have you ever fucked a pig? Uh, yes. Suddenly I feel I'm making more of a mess of a bacon sandwich than Ed Miliband, and I never thought that would be possible. Ugh. Okay, thank you, Louise. Um, try not to go on Twitter again. Okay, ever. bye. Bye, Louise. Oh, God. Has... And scene, I think. Well, that worked less well than I had uh, imagined. Well, I'm sorry, I'm just a crap David Cameron. I think most of the comedy's kind of been ringed out of the scenario already, and uh, we have to deal with a cat that's on a desk. Jesus Christ. He's got vermin. The question is, given that his girlfriend is normally there, has Adam turned his girlfriend into a cat? Or traded her in, maybe. Mm. It's a good thing he probably couldn't hear that, maybe. No, I could hear it because you were very loud. Yeah. Uh, And no, uh, I have acquired two cats. Hooray! Everyone likes cats. Yes, and one of them is... Eyeing me suspiciously, um, having just been told to get off the desk. That's what cats do. I know, mm. little bastards. But anyway, yeah, so back to the story at hand. It's one of those things where it's kind of irrelevant. Like, it, it's one of those things where you have to think, really, it's hilarious, but kind of doesn't matter. Like, no. there's far worse things that Cameron has done, is doing, and will do. It's like Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, it's completely irrelevant. Yeah, but and yet. I mean, yeah, you could argue that it affects his, his character and his moral standing, but most people would argue that those were pretty much non-existent to start with. Yeah. Can you stop dicking about with the bin, honestly? <laughs> Dan, get off the bin. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it uh, it just sort of highlights what utter pricks... Um, all these people running the country are and were oh, when yeah. they were younger. Well, I mean, somebody to this day. pointed out that, that like, because I, I can't remember what this was part of the initiation of. Um, I've got it was a, an Oxford University yeah, dining club. Um, but I mean, someone was saying that one of the Bullingdon Club initiation uh, like trials was to burn a fifty-pound note in front of a poor person. Yes, like that's. Arguably far worse than sticking a knob in a pig's mouth. Well, only if they stuck the knob in the poor person's mouth. Well, that would make it extra worse. I mean, that's much more of a kind oh, of dickish okay. thing to do, no pun intended, mm. um, than than sticking your penis in a dead pig's mouth. But it does somewhat put um, Jeremy Corbyn not singing a song into a bit of context, yeah. doesn't it? When you consider that in the 80s he was campaigning against apartheid and protesting wars around the world and David Cameron yeah, was dressing up like a fucking Noel Coward with his pals. But and, you know, Jeremy Corbyn and, like, you know, he's he's a bit left wing and he wears like sandals and stuff so he's evil or something and he's a threat, he's a threat to our fam- my family's security apparently. Well, David Cameron is a threat to my pigs. Yes. It's a good thing we're eating beef bacon rather than actual bacon because God knows Cameron might have well, it. 
yeah, I mean, it's put me off ever eating anything that came out of a pig, just in Cameron's case. Cameron's gone into the pig. And, I mean, he, he seems to go around a lot of pig farms as yeah. well, uh, by the look of all the pictures <laughs> also, that came out that of, maybe, of him. That was, I just realised, maybe that photo of Ed Miliband eating the bacon sandwich, someone has told him <laughs> while he was eating it about yeah. the Cameron story. What what Dave was doing to it in the I'd kitchen. I'd react like that if, if someone had told me that while I was eating yeah, a bacon sandwich. And uh, David Cameron, when he was in China a few months ago, did a deal um, to su- either supply them with or buy from the Chinese a fuckload of pig sperm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I, I think mean, we took pig sperm to them. Yeah. The plot I mean, we assume it was I mean, pig sperm. He's just, he's been wading around in, uh, in pig sperm for weeks and he just needed to get rid of somebody. He thought he'll fuck it off onto the Chinese. Yeah. I think the other great thing was that one of the big conservative fundraising events the next day had been a charity pig race. Needless to say, mm. that got cancelled pretty darn sharpish. <laughs> whatever happens now, David Cameron is the Prime Minister who mm. fucked a pig. He's never going to get away no. from that. And a lot of people have, I mean, come to his defence and said, well, he didn't do it. It doesn't but matter. And then people just say, well, even if he did do it, he was young. Like, well, I was young once. I was a bit of a dickhead. I used to drink a bit. I never I fucked a pig. I'm quite no. proud of that fact. I wasn't until yeah. recently, but I, I certainly am now. Well, I think maybe we missed I mean, the, out. The thing is, though, it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. It really doesn't. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, whether or not it's true is yeah. completely irrelevant. He's still a pig it's fucker. Like, you know, he always everyone's like, oh, well, you know, Tony Blair's legacy now is going to be the Iraq War. He'll be remembered as the Prime Minister. It's like, no, he won't. He won't be remembered at all now. All anyone will remember is David Cameron. He's the Prime Minister who fucked a pig. I mean, the exactly. thing is, what it's this is one of those stories that it's it's a brass eye day to day story. It's it's a Chris Morris headline. Mm. You know, mm. it, it just it reminds me of the um, the day to day bit on uh, John Major punching the Queen. Like it's that kind of mm. thing where it's just like you can't actually believe that it's an actual news story. Like I I heard it as I was like I got my radio comes on in the morning to wake me up, and I was in that kind of half asleep, slightly delirious state. And I didn't actually believe that I heard the stuff on the radio. I just assumed that I'd imagined it. And it wasn't until I kind of got up and went and sat down and started reading Twitter. I was like, oh, no, that is an actual news story that's going on. It's not just... It's not just... Yeah, it actually did violate my imagination. <laughs> you see, I, I don't listen to the radio in the morning. So I came in and, um, you know, as a productive public sector employee, I obviously came in and, you know, checked Twitter fairly early in the morning. While you were waiting um, for your tea to boil. Precisely. And your bacon sandwich. Happily no. So, oh, actually, cancel that order. But no, I started to see things like Piggate trending and Cameron and so. so Piggate, yeah. Can we just yeah. stop and and for a yes. moment and address the fact that Piggate is a really stupid name for it, and the obsession with adding gate as a suffix to all scandals has kind of reached its nadir because Piggate doesn't even make any sense. It just sounds no, stupid. No. You see, I think it's it's the one redeeming gate. Most other gates are stupid because it's just... But a, it's the name that's stupid. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's such a stupid name for such a stupid scandal. It's the but, but the thing is, all the other hashtags that people came up with for it were so much better. Oh, yes, obviously. I think the official hashtag should have just been David Cameron fucked a pig. It's not very snappy, though. You need you need but all those characters to mock Cameron. Just in case anyone starts to forget, then they see that and they oh yeah he did he fucked a pig, and instead it, they see pig gate and they think oh maybe it's swine flu or something. Do you reckon he had to get himself checked out when swine flu? <laughs> Don't think and, it's sexually. Like, I'm pretty sure flu is not sexually transmitted. No, he, he had to call all call all the previous pigs and see if they 
tell them they needed to get tested as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned about your knowledge of STDs. <laughs> oh. Uh, he seems to have, you know, had sex at least twice without dying, so I'm going to give him a pass. Um, but mm-hmm. no, I liked Piggate because I got into work and I started to, because obviously you see Twitter in kind of reverse order. I started seeing these random Piggate tweets, and they didn't make a whole lot of sense. I thought, well, what the hell is Piggate? And then you start to sn- scroll scroll down, and there's a bit of Hammeron mix- mixed in, which I thought Hammeron was brilliant. And he's like, what the hell's going on? Has he botched some PR thing? And then just the truth gradually washes over you in these tiny little short messages until eventually you get to someone who's just gone the whole hog, pardon the pun, uh, with um, <laughs> David Cameron fucked a pig. Ah, ha, ha, pig gates and the link. And you're, just, you're just sitting there at your desk. This is amazing. Hmm. Uh, I think it just it made a lot of people very happy. It, it really did, did, yeah. In in this, this time of austerity and, you know, the crisis in the Middle East and the, the migrant issues yeah. in Europe, God knows the he owes us that much. Misery of it all. Yeah, I think it really cheered everybody up quite yeah. a lot. Mm. I'm looking forward to Prime Minister's questions because it, it wasn't on on Wednesday, was it? Because didn't he send a deputy or something? I don't it's know. Because I thought it was Wednesday. No, it's Wednesday. I'm pretty sure it's Wednesday. Yeah, but this Wednesday it was just. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name already. Who's the Lib Dem leader? He was doing a speech. Tim Clegg. No, oh, play, yeah. yeah, no, the new one, yeah. Tim oh, Barron, is it Barron, is it? They had Lex the new one? Yeah, Tim Barron. Didn't even know. Yeah, they just, the they just point. didn't make a massive fucking deal about it. Yeah, well, that's because the Labour one lasted longer than the actual election, so... Yeah. You do. I do think, though, that um, having an extra week for Prime Minister's Questions works really well with Jeremy Corbyn as leader, because obviously he likes doing his, you know, um, I'll take questions from the public. And I think oh, right. he's just going to have notice. He's going to have to wade through a hundred thousand emails about David Cameron fucking pigs. I heard a brilliant suggestion after his first uh, Prime Minister's question time, which was that he should literally just like get all the emails, have them all printed out, and just pull them out of a hat and just read them like live. Without... <laughs> and in the light of this, that would just be catastrophic because every single one of them. Yeah, I think be... he's going to have to set up an email filter <laughs> that gets rid of the word pig, pig fucker. Um, Hog, yeah. pork, crackling bacon, um, and he'll end up with like three questions to ask about. I don't know something dull. The economy, the economy, or Trident, or something. Human rights, that kind of nonsense. Ugh. Yes. All anybody, I mean, any backbench MP who doesn't just spend the whole time making pig noises is immediately fired. I, I think. Be- I think better would just be to like slip loads of like pig puns and references into. Has the mm. Prime Minister been telling porkies this week? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, you remember the eight out of ten cats after Jimmy Carr got done for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it should be. Yeah, just absolutely. you know, can just... can the prime minister agree that the that the uh, department has made a right pig's ear out of this one? Yeah. <laughs> well, pig something. It's certainly making me happy to think of it right now. It, it's like when your your sports team wins title or something. You you just sort of occasionally think back to it and go. Was amazing. I'm just thinking back to last Monday. Throughout the day on Monday, I just uh, I just kept reminding myself, oh yeah, David Cameron fucked a pig, and it cheered me right up. <laughs> It'll be the best Prime Minister's question time since that one that was um, Prescott and Haig, where they basically just spent the entire time taking the piss out of each other, mm. um, which was great fun. Question, is question time on tonight? Uh, I assume so. It's a Thursday, isn't it? Excellent. That'll be that'll be fun. I might watch that then. I might have yeah. to watch that. It'll it'll be a welcome break from all uh, of the pig special. Yeah, it'll be a welcome break from all the racists complaining about immigrants, which is what normally it consists of. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's 
you've got to give him that. David Cameron united the political spectrum for a day. Yeah. You know, left, right, didn't matter. You all came together to laugh about the fact that he stuck his knob right down a pig. Yeah, if he can start, like, I don't know, knobbing a badger or something as well, that'll, you know, just every every couple of months, just, you know, bang a different animal and... Well, you see, this is was going to be one of my next questions about it, and this is obviously massively more libelous, so I'm going to put allegedly in front of everything. So, allegedly, if the various other members of the Bullingdon Club that have come up to government with Cameron, like Osborne and stuff, if allegedly they were to fuck farmyard animals, which allegedly farmyard animals, allegedly, would you think the other members of the cabinet would fuck? I think Boris Johnson would go, like, all in and fuck a bull or something. Yeah, I can't... Yeah, he'd just do it for, like, a one-upmanship kind of thing. And then when it came out, he would just <laughs> go, yeah, yeah, of course I did. Who gives a fuck? And everyone would say, well, yeah. mental image of Johnson with his trousers down being kicked off the back of a cow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's so it. damn persistent that he'd probably, he'd probably finish, and uh, everyone would say, well, you'd, you'd never end up giving Fair him enough. some grudging respect. Yeah. Um, George Osborne, no, anything that just wouldn't put up a fight, like a lamb or something, something really weak. Yeah. Um, he can look smug while he's doing it. Oh, what a cunt. Really is. I can't think of any other. Who else came through that system? Where's that photo that everyone claims is banned? It's not banned, it's just that... I know, the, I know. Uh, you know that after that photo was taken, they all got together and gangbanged an otter or something. <laughs> Well, anyway, in uh, in other news this week... I have to get the Bay of Pigs hashtag in before we go on to other news. Uh, Bay of Pigs oh, is my favourite hashtag. I have ever. to say, as as somebody who, uh, on, on general terms, really dislikes the word Bay and the just ubiquity with which it is now seemingly used in every sentence that anyone utters, I mm-hmm. really did quite like the Bay of Pigs hashtag. Yeah, um, it's I was also, I was also a big fan of Snoutrage. Yeah, I, I missed Snout Rage completely. Well, Snout, Snout Rage came from Black Mirror, didn't it? Yeah. That was the, the hashtag yeah. reference in that episode. Whereas in Black Mirror, the Prime Minister did it reluctantly because he was trying to save the life of a princess. Yes, not enthusiastically because he wants to get into a fancy society at university. Where they mm. presumably endangered species and and talk about how much they hate poor people. That's mm. what George Oswald would fuck. A panda or something. Yeah, probably the last be. white. Robin. That's why he's gone to China. Yes, <laughs> twat. Top quality panda tail. Yes, he could, just, he could have just gone to Edinburgh Zoo. It's true. The actual panda. Actually, no. To be fair, if Osborne set foot in Scotland, he probably had the shit kicked out of him. So that's true. Well, a gentleman uh, this week was found guilty of a plot to assassinate Prince Charles in order that Prince Harry could. Uh, get on the throne. Well, I mean, how does that he obviously, ha- well, yeah, he hasn't understood uh, how yeah, the, line of succession. The, uh, the lineage, yeah. But, well, you know, it, I don't think he's got his best thinking cap on, frankly. Possibly not. Um, and the reason being was because he would like a ginger king, and as a ginger himself, um, he wanted, yeah, just thought, let's have a ginger king because uh, people pick on me because I'm ginger. So, Adam, I think you, as a spokesman for the ginger community, Will you condemn this man's actions? I don't hear many ginger people condemning this kind of... It's it's stupid for two reasons, right? The first reason is you've got the assumption that everybody would suddenly go, oh, great, we've got a ginger king, we must love gingers. Because half the people hate the royal family anyway. So it's not like it's going to necessarily automatically endear everybody to you. And secondly, all it's really doing is drawing attention to it. Like, 
you know, it's that whole thing of people, you know, people want to be treated fairly and just get a lot of abuse. But, you know, murdering a, a, a member of the royal family, probably not a great way to change people's perception of you in a positive fashion. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, frankly, the man's a bellend and you got everything you deserved. Well, I mean, this, this condemnation that you've issued feels pretty hollow when you're not doing anything to tackle the root cause in your in your ginger community. You're allowing this kind of extremism to breed, and you're not you're not coming out and you you need to sort get your house in order, mate. Well, yeah, I'm lazy. Look, I don't want to tie you all with the same brush, but basically, uh, gingers are a hotbed of psychosis uh, and violence. Yes. Um, yes, we and, are. It's just you're um, lucky that I'm too lazy to act on it. <laughs> mm. He presents a convincing case. He is very lazy. Well, yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, he. Uh, he wrote some notes about this, as you do if you're planning to kill somebody. Um, they scrawled in blood. Uh, probably. Is it orange blood? Marmalade. We don't bleed orange, you prat. Uh, he sure. said, I don't want to be a serial killer. I'm more of an Anders Brevik. I have left potential targets open. Oh, mass murderer then, not serial oh, killer. Yeah, yeah. Important I mean, differentiator. He's, he's more of a parallel killer than a serial killer. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, he says, I was waiting for an opportunity to kill one of them. Let it be Prince Charles, which would be good. Uh, he went on to state that he wanted a, quote, silent rifle, adding, take up a good possession and put a bullet in Charles's head. He is protected, but not too protected. I would sacrifice my life for that one shot. Kill Charles and William and Harry become king. Kill the tyrants. Well, you know, there is the old adage that, you know, the, the best security in the world will not stop an assassin willing to sacrifice their life to kill the target. But yeah. that does somewhat require the assassin to be competent. Yes. Yeah. Same. I mean I think the chance of this man managing to get a rifle loaded uh, seemed to be pretty slim. Yeah. Mm. I mean let's be honest here, I have never fired a sniper rifle. Um but I'm going to guess it's not a trivial thing to do and probably slightly more difficult than it is in Call of Duty. Because, mm. you know, you have to do things like adjust for bullet drop and wind and the fact that you've got no fucking clue how to fire a rifle. Also, you've got to find a sniper rifle, well, which yes. I can imagine is quite challenging. Certainly in this country. Um, unless you, like, are in the military or something and have potential access, but even then I can't imagine it's trivial to get hold of. He'll it, just go to the ginger underground and they'll be able to smuggle him one in. Mm. Yeah, the problem is it's very difficult to go incognito. Everyone keeps noticing you. Well, imagine. yeah, but it's uh, it's like if you go somewhere in hard hat and high vis, you can get in anywhere. People, you hide in plain sight. Mm. People will see a ginger person. Which might assume around they're with... no threat. Exactly. You could be carrying a suitcase full of guns and they'll just assume that you've got anoraks and handkerchiefs in it. Mm. It's a fair point. So, uh, yeah, that happened this week. Um, and, what, I don't know, what else happened apart from pig fucking? Everything else is just irrelevant, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's very much a footnote. Um, Everyone pretended that they enjoy rugby again when actually no one likes rugby. I, really not, I, I watched the end of the... Um, the Japan South Africa game that yeah. was that was entertaining. Uh, was. Yeah. Just because it was one of those things that you get every so often in every sport where somebody completely unexpected goes and trounces like the favourite by like a ridiculous margin favourite. 
I mean, nobody even expected Japan to like. They'd lost like their previous fourteen World Cup games or something, um, and like they're they're no one expected them to even score a point, and to then go on and win is kind of ridiculous. Mm. The thing about rugby is nobody understands it. No. Even the people playing it, and the referees, and the linesmen, and the other linesmen, and whatever I don't know what they've got. The hookers and the the um, yes, backs and stuff like nobody has any clue what's going on. Uh, they just uh, randomly assign points every now and then for somebody scoring a goal. It's the ultimate continuation of the um, the whole posh establishment. Um, Training, the points in yeah. winning in rugby all go to the person that can shout the loudest and the most authoritatively. If someone can mm. sit there and bellow out in a posh voice, I've just scored a try, you boys, not all the rest of them will feel intimidated by it and just say, yeah, all right. And the one that does the most best shouting is the one that wins. And why do the New Zealands come out and do the fucking Macarena or whatever it is before every match as well? They, they come, out and, come out and do the hand jive and they just look like a bunch of wankers. I wouldn't say that to their faces. Oh, I would. It's all uh, it, it, It's not muscle. It's just fat, they've got big fat arms. Mm-hmm. Drinking well, beer. Well, I eagerly await you saying it to their faces. I could take uh, any World Cup rugby team in a fight. I mean, that's that's not me bragging or posturing. That's just plain fact. It, if I took all of them on at once, I would be able to beat all of them because they'd be too busy. Like they wouldn't want to. Um, mess up their manicures. You see, I um, I, I said a lot of terrible things about the Conservative cabinet, which I put allegedly in front of. I'd like to transfer all of those allegedly's to your vague suppositions about the rugby team, just in case I ever meet them and they say, "Oh, you're on the Two Star Podcast," and beat the shit out of me. No, fuck that. I'll take them all on one at a time, all at once. Makes no odds to me. I could beat them up. I was once in Weatherspoons and um, a rugby player man. Um, I think I called him gay for some reason, <laughs> and then he put down. I didn't. I don't think I called him gay. I just suggested that he might be, and obviously he was very homophobic and got upset by that. Then he put down his glass of white wine to tell me to say that again. It's like, well, you're not doing yourself any favors, mate. Come on. Um, and then he he advised me to not talk to him ever again, and I took that advice and didn't get killed. Good work. Yes, yeah, smart mm. man. Yeah. So I've been thinking about uh, human centipedes. I noticed, and it worried me. And it's only a matter of time before the three of us wind up in one. I mean, that's with Dan Fant six two five on the loose. That's you know that's the end game, isn't it? So I think we should try to establish which of us goes in which position, just so there's no. I mean, you wouldn't want to like be at the back thinking, oh, "I wish I'd got front." Let's just this, get this sorted now, and when we're being sewn, sewn together, we can say, look, we've got an agreement. Okay, so we should probably establish here, which is the worst position? It's clearly middle, isn't it? Oh, I was going to call dibs on middle. Why would you say middle's You're worst? You're welcome to middle. No, middle's best of both worlds, mate. Look, you're not going to... Like, I think front is the worst, because if you're at the front, firstly, you're going to get a bit hungry. Secondly... You're going to be thinking, like, those two, I know it's probably horrific for them, and nobody would ever wish that on their worst enemy, having their mouth sewed to another person's bumhole and, and poo going in it. 
but I might like it. And imagine that doubt that you'd have to carry around with you. I could live with the doubt. I think I could. I think I could live with the doubt. I mean, I, th- I think we're clear here that Spad and I are going to be arguing between front and back. I think the middle would be the worst position. I think because not only not only do you have the person in front of you who is potentially pooping into your mouth, but you yeah. then also potentially have the person behind you who is vomiting into your bumhole. <laughs> that's true. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, well, I think that I think that's the best because I mean, well, you're in a minority of one there. You're, okay, you're going to get shit in your mouth, but you're not going to get David Cameron's dick in your mouth. No, that's, and that's true. It's you're guaranteed if your mouth if your mouth is sewed to somebody's bumhole, David Cameron can't get at it. So, on from that point of view, you, you're slightly safer than we all are right now. I mean, you need to be going to bed with your pillow over your head tonight because nobody's orifices is safe. So at least you know you've got that, and at least you, as horrific as it is, all coming in to you, at least you think, well, at least I'm going to give all this back to somebody else. And uh, you end up, you you sort of end up carbon neutral. Mm. That's, so to speak. The most horrifying description of carbon neutral I've ever heard. (laughs) It's actually a pretty good metaphor. It's really not a good metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) No, I suppose it's not. But anyway, I mean, backseas is obviously... uh, not great because all you're doing is you know you're just getting it all and you can't even see where you're going but then there's a lot of pressure on the guy at the front because you've got to you know you've got to control where you go you're steering so they're going to be relying on you steering your way out of the um dungeon that you're being kept in and i mean you're not gonna have a fucking clue are you that's true that's i mean that's that's gonna make a man quite anxious i reckon I wouldn't want to live with that sort of anxiety. Again, well, be a problem. just you happy middle. you're prepared to take um, take middle. I, I, I'll go with that. I'm I'm delighted. Okay, right. So I'm I called dibs on me. I'm glad I got that. I thought I might have to fight you a bit a bit more for that. But so who's uh, who's front seas and who's back seas? Uh, well, I mean, I think it seems only fair that as Dan is a, a late addition to the podcast, thus he is a late addition to the centipede and is at the back. Ah, uh, so we go in order of rank. I like it. Yeah, I think that seems reasonable. Okay. Not having any counter-arguments. I'd, I'd like to offer a counter-argument, but I haven't got one. Yeah, that might be the case. Right, well, I think we're sorted yeah. then. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to put us into a human centipede, just please do it in that order, because, I mean, otherwise it's just rude, isn't it? Yeah, really? it's, been, it's been publicly stated, a bit like a will. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's now a legal document. We are, yeah. Please respect our wishes. We have uh, made. We've published our preferences for positions within a human centipede. In the event this horrible event occurs, uh, you know, please follow it. How many um, films have they? Have they made three now. In three. It's um, unnecessary, isn't it? Yeah. How have they made what? By, How make three films out of it. By all accounts, the the third one's really bad, and I don't mean that in like oh they're all really bad. I mean like it like the first two. I haven't seen any of them, but from what I've read, the first two weren't bad films, fundamentally. Oh, no, that, that's not true at all. I've seen the first one, uh, and it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Even if you take out the subject matter, it's a very, very badly made film. But the third one is apparently bad by the standards of the first two. Jesus. So <laughs> I think they, they got up to like 15 people in the centipede on the third one, yeah. or I think. Because you're going to get to a point where you've got enough people that you can make a complete loop. That's, That's a work. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, I mean, that's and, the dream, isn't it? Then just, that, I mean, that's, uh, that's, they're destined to die pretty quickly at that point. Well, you give them IV drips. Oh, that's true. And then uh, you've, or, or you've inadvertently uh, invented perpetual motion. Yeah, I think that's probably not very likely. Uh, of all the uh, of all the, the proposed perpetual motion solutions, I think sewing your mouth to another man's ass is probably low. Not my mouth. Time. I'd be observing. I thought you wanted to be in the middle. Well, there isn't a middle, is there? That's a good point. I'd be stood in the middle of the <laughs> ring and just having a whale of a time. Fair enough. So, can we can we like move on to something less horrific than David Cameron fucking a pig or being sewed up to bum holes? Okay, well, I mean... Dan, 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 what have you been doing in the the interim? Because obviously I I recorded a public service announcement podcast just to to tide us over um, due to the events of Graham having more important things to do than record the podcast. Um, But what have you been up to? Sired a male heir. Congratulations. Well done. Um, So what have you been up to in the meantime? Um, I went on a drinking weekend to Berlin because one of my other friends is about to um, spawn as well. And he wanted pigs. To... Sorry? Fuck any pigs? No, she's she's a human. She's very nice. No, I mean, did you fuck any pigs on oh, the no. Price, no. weekend? Oh. It's Germany. You eat them. You don't fuck them. But so Germans like don't mess around. Weekend. I've had to readjust uh, my um, touch points for what's a good weekend and a bad weekend now. Yeah, I can understand that. So, yeah. what did you do on this drinking weekend? The, the clue is in the title, really. Um, mostly it was drinking and some eating, and then more drinking. Um, it was noteworthy only in that you can go to Germany and eat kebabs without dying, which is amazing. Did you eat any currywurst? I didn't, because uh, oh. I don't like currywurst. Oh. It's basically just a sausage, which is nice, slathered in ketchup, which, meh, uh, with curry powder on. It's all a yeah. bit, eh. You're weird. I know. But kebab. Good kebab with actual, you know meat that isn't arseholes is, is nice. Um, yeah, and then I worked the weekend uh, moving awards in the hospital, which was fun. Picking them up and moving them? Pushing them around, yeah. Jesus. Mm, yeah, so unfortunately nothing interesting, particularly. Well done. Yes. Well, I'm so, glad to hear that you didn't do anything interesting. I'm sh- I knew you would be. So. Well, I have... As as you're aware, I'm working semi part time, um, and I have spent a lot of the last week and a bit um, playing Metal Gear Solid Five um, because I would never have played it, but everyone kept saying it was really good, and so I thought, well, I've got nothing better to do while I'm sitting at home, uh, I might as well. Um, and it turns out it is, um, if for no other reason than you can attach a balloon to a bear and then have it collected by a, a plane that flies overhead and hooks it. Um, to what end? So that you can take the bear back to your base and put it into the zoo that you've created there. Um, oh, because okay. Because a, a, an NGO who is involved in animal conservation has asked you to collect animals that are in combat zones to you know make sure they don't get killed, um, but they're having trouble setting up their premises for looking after these animals uh, so your only solution uh, is to uh, extend the oil platform where your secret base is hidden to include an animal conservation area i'm pretty sure a helium balloon couldn't lift a bear it's a pretty big balloon it will also lift uh, trucks and tanks in fact if you sneak up behind a tank and attach the balloon to it it will just 
send it up in the air, and then uh, your plane will collect it, and you've stolen it. Oh, isn't Metal Gear Solid like a a proper game? Yes. But you can attach balloons to stuff, and they f- it floats off. Yeah, you can attach it to people as well. That's how you recruit people for your uh, your private army. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. you, you knock them out either with a tranquilizer dart or by sneaking up behind them and stunning them uh, and then you attach a balloon to them and then they get flown up in the air and skyhooked away um, and then after a little bit of probably brutal torture uh, they agree to work for you Is this a dream you had? No, this is, <laughs> this is all completely real um, it, okay. Fundamentally it's just like an open world game with you know various missions and side objectives and what have you uh, sort of stealth combaty sort of thing, but it's a Kojima game and therefore is mental. Um, and so yes, you build the animal conservation platform on your secret oil rig base in the Seychelles, and <gasps> you you have a a horse that you can take into battle with you called D Horse that you can order to shit on the road to cause vehicles <laughs> to spin out of control. <laughs> this is beautiful. I'm going to have to get this. Um, it's it's just fantastic, and it's one of those games where the developer has clearly thought of all the weird shit that you might try and do, and rather than just stopping you for, from doing it, has accounted for it. So, like, you get a mission, or you've got to eliminate this, this tank column that's driving through this area. So you could just, like, go in, set up landmines, or fire rocket launches at it, or you can just sneak up behind the tanks, attach balloons to them, and steal them all. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it, it's a, a work of genius. It really is. Um, I, I, it's one of those things now where I don't think any game that I play subsequently is going to live up to the ability to just sneak up behind a bear, attach a mylar <laughs> balloon to it, and uh, whisk it away to your private zoo on an oil rig. I think the next Just Cause has uh, got its work cut out to be <laughs> the most it, stupid, it, yes. mental uh shooter of the year. Yeah. You would hate in that situation to be a Just Cause dev. Because yeah. you'd just be sitting there going, Why the but fuck I got didn't we think of balloons? This. They wouldn't let me do this. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's... They said it was silly. <laughs> it's, it is just truly brilliant. You also have you have a, a dog companion that you can take around with you who doesn't shit on things, uh, but he has a knife. Oh, okay. Right. Um, which he can use to kill people. Um, because Instead of just biting them. Because if, if he doesn't have the knife, he can only stun them. But if he has oh, the knife, he can kill them. Okay. <laughs> um, and he has, he has a, you, you can equip him with a stealth suit. Um, right. So obviously then, then you know, he, it's hard to see at night. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, he sneaks around with you and, and uh, you just order him to attack people. It's, um, yeah, it, it's truly remarkable in a lot of different ways. Uh, you can also put your own custom soundtrack in it so that when you get airlifted in and out of uh, combat zones on the helicopter, it will play whatever track you want it to play. Um, it comes with a selection of, of 80s pop hits, which you can find in radios around the environment. You can just basically steal... It's set in the 80s, the Cold War era. Um, and you can basically steal the cassettes out of the radios, and then you can play them on the helicopter as you're going in and out of combat zones, or you can just put your own music in to do it. Um, so for a while I was, I was coming into combat, uh, or escaping from combat, to the sound of the final countdown. <laughs> um, I've also done Bat, nice. Bat Out of Hell that one works quite well yeah. um, there's quite a lot of options that work very well or just stuff that's completely inappropriate as you're like running to a helicopter in a combat zone while being shot at and you know you've got sort of Agadoo. yeah, playing out, <laughs> blasting out the speakers um, as the helicopter picks you up um, yes yeah, so I, I do you know um, Gary Lineker's son went on Twitter 
and said, uh, really pleased to see Agadoo in uh, the new Walkers advert. Hashtag massive tune. Oh dear. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? It oh, really is. But yes, I, I highly, as someone who like played the original Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation like 15 years ago and then never touched another one since, um, it's really good. Surprisingly so. And I hope it's, it's really expensive on the PC. It is. Uh, you can get it. You can get it for about thirty quid. Um, is it on the Xbox? It is on the Xbox and the Playstations and the personal computers. Right. Well, I think we've talked for long enough. No, I, I have one one quick question oh, about uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay. Okay. Can you fuck a pig in it? God damn it! I was going to say, are there pigs in it? And you just ruined the joke. I have Ooh, yet. Uh, I have yet to come across any pigs. I have had goats. I have had sheep. Uh, hyenas. Bears, uh, various birds, small rodents, lizards. Um, but I don't think there are any pigs yet. The areas of operation are Afghanistan and Africa, so possibly there won't be any pigs at all. Well, do they... Um, who made it? Do they have a Twitter feed? It's Konami. Let's, let's ask Konami. Ever I'm so sure so. they can patch it in. Yeah. Well, I think maybe it's uh, time we leave you with uh, Poetry Corner, then. Oh, yes. Bring it. Woo! Ah. Ah. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. What, what, what? Ha-ha. On your mark. Ready, set. Let's go. Dance floor pro, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. Oh, that's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. DKNY, all up in my eye. You got a Prada bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Everybody looking at me, glancing the kid, wishing they was dancing in a jig with this handsome kid. Cigar cigar, right from Cuba Cuba. I just bite it. It's for the look. I don't light it. He'll weigh the anime on the aunt's day orflay. Giving up jiggy, make it feel like foreplay. Yo, my cardio is infinite. Haha, big willy styles all in it. Getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Getting jiggy with it. What you want a ball with the kid? Watch your step, you might fall. I'm trying to do what I did. Mama ah, uh, mama ah, uh, mama come closer. I'm in the middle of the club with the rubber dub. Ah, uh, no love for the haters, the haters. Mad because I got floor seats at the Lakers. See me on the 50 yard line with the Raiders. Met Ali, he told me I'm the greatest. I got fla- fever for the flavour of cloud crowd pleaser. DJ play another from Prince of This, your highness. Only mad chicks riding my whips. South to the west, to the east to the north. Bought my hits and watch them go off, go off. Ah yes, yes, y'all, y'all don't stop. In the winter or the summertime, they make it hot. Getting jiggy with them. Na 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 na. Getting jiggy with it. Eighty-five. Ah yes, if you need a lift. Who's the kids in the drop? Who else? Will Smith. Living that life, some consider a myth. Rock from South Street to 125th. Piggies used to tease me. Give it to me now nice and easy, since I moved up like George and Bojo. 
Cream to the maximum, I'd be asking them. Would you like to bounce with a brother that's platinum? Never see Will attacking them. Rather play ball with Shaq and, um, Flatman. Psych. Kidding. You thought I took a spill, but I didn't. Trust the lady of my life. She hit him. Hit him with a drop top with the ribbon. Crib for my mum, the outskirts of Philly. You? Trying to flex on me? Don't be silly. Getting piggy with it. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Getting piggy with it. That was the Two Star Podcast. I've been your host, um, what's my name, Daniel. And the other losers have been Spad and Graham. Say goodbye, Spad and Graham. Goodbye, Spad and Graham. David Cameron fucked a pig. David Cameron fucked a pig. Good night. He fucked a pig right down the tonsils. (laughs) I heard a rumour, right, that David Cameron fucked a pig. Nah, don't believe you. That sounds sounds pretty unlikely. Yeah, it's not. Sort of, I wouldn't say. That, yeah, it's not yeah. something you do. I don't know what no. you do while you're spreading these scurrilous rumours. It's just childish.